This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. And that is deep left center, and that is over the wall, gone again! A three-run shot, and it's all BYU. Live play-by-play coverage of BYU Baseball is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. By Intermountain Healthcare, proud partner and official medical provider of BYU Athletics. Because health has no off-season. Also by doTERRA. Doterra, proud sponsor of BYU Baseball. Now let's get you ready for Cougar Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good afternoon, Cougar Baseball fans. And on a cool, gray, wet day in late March, welcome inside Miller Park on the BYU campus in Provo, Utah for the second game of the BYU Cougars 2021 home slate. Today, it's a conference clash between resurgent BYU and San Francisco. The Cougars seeking to stay atop the West Coast Conference standings after a 3-0 start to their league campaign. I'm your play-by-play commentator, Greg Rubel. With me today, BYU Baseball Operations Director Tuckett Slade coming to you from the protection of the press box. And uh, we're mindful of the somewhat less comfortable conditions in which these players will be competing today. 39 degrees and showers right now. The forecast is for more cool weather and precipitation today and tomorrow. And in my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mike Littlewood, presented by doTERRA, proud to sponsor the BYU baseball team. The coach talks about mind over matter and mind over March with the expectation of getting all these important conference games in this weekend. Well, I think one thing with baseball, and baseball players know this, is that if it gets rained out, especially with the turf field, you're going to play the games. We're going to play. Um, now, whether we have to play a doubleheader tomorrow or a doubleheader Saturday, that's yet to be determined. But it can rain a little bit with this field we have. It's all turf, mounds turf, plates turf. There's there's no dirt on the field. And so we can play through a little bit of rain. It's going to be cold. But, hey, we are from northern Utah and we're used to that stuff. So the mindset of the guys is, and it's important to, to make sure they know this, is we're going to play. Um, it's just a matter of when we're going to play. So keep your keep that mindset. Have yourselves ready to go all, at all times. What's always been your approach relative to rotations and weather? So we'll just keep it the same. I mean, Walker's going today, Carter Smith's going tomorrow, Jack Sterner's going Saturday, and if for some reason we, we get postponed or rained out today, then we just bump Easton Walker to tomorrow game one. The, the the Kind of the tricky thing is, is if we start this game and we go three innings, San Francisco's in the same boat, now you've kind of, your your starter's probably thrown 40 or 50 pitches, and now you've used your, your number one starter for the rest of the week, and he's done. So you have to kind of be careful. You know, a lot of people will cancel games, and people go, well, you could play. Well, yeah, you, we could start the game, and then if we don't get the innings out of our starter, it doesn't help anybody, really. So we don't want to waste starters. We want to make sure we're going to get the game in, and so there's just there's some decisions to be made there. Easton's been giving you such great starts, and now it appears the run support's going to be there for him at this point. Well, I sure hope so, knock on wood. Um, it's it's kind of starting to come together where, where the offense and the defense shows up at the same time. And the one thing we know with Easton is he's go, he's just going to go out there and battle. He's going to give it everything he's got. There's going to be no lack of effort. No, he's not going to be timid. All those things you want from a starter, uh, and especially in a, a weekend series opening starter, is what we're going to get from Easton Walker. He's just going to be a bulldog out there. And and, uh, the, and then he's going to throw strikes. You know, he's going to throw strikes. He's done that in 100% of his outings. And so there's no reason... He, that he wouldn't do that today and so even with his average stuff he's going to just go compete for it. and it's kind of a calming it's it's a calming influence for for me as a head coach and a thumbnail on usf they're an older group of guys um they've got tom uh, fam their, their closers really really good if they get a lead in the fourth they're going to bring him in and try to shut people down they're left-handed hitting heavy their their pen and their pitching staff tends to walk a few more guys than they'd like to but they they all have good velocity and they'll compete they played a great schedule. I mean, they played UCLA and, and Santa Barbara. Right. They're very well coached by Nino Giratano. They're going to be tough. All right, Mike, thank you for the preview. We'll talk to you post-game. Thanks, Greg. All right, time for today's starting lineups, courtesy of Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. San Francisco will lead off with Vujovic, Foster, and Winkler, 1-2-3, hitting cleanup. Jacob Munoz will give you BYU's defensive alignment after our first pitch from the right-hander, Easton Walker. BYU's defensive alignment, Cowden at catcher. Achikar at first, Pintar at second, Cole at third, Watkins at short as Walker fires strike two. Called strike and now swinging strike. McIntyre, Gamble, and Jelilich left to right in the outfield. Leadoff hitter, Jordan Vujovic, the right fielder. And Easton Walker's ahead with an 0-2 forthcoming. That's high for ball one. 
Tuckett Slade, first chance to chat with you. Welcome into the broadcast. And, uh, you know, Coach uses the word we use a lot when talking about Easton. That's Bulldog. Yeah, it's always great to have him on the mound. You just know what you're going to get from him. The 1-2. That's laced down the third baseline. It will curve foul. Bounce at the warning track outside the foul pole. So we can stay at 1-2. and Easton Walker making his fifth start in his sixth appearance. He's allowed all of two earned runs the entire season. His record coming into today at 1-1, one and one, but uh, that record belies the kind of stuff he has. Yeah, absolutely. 1-2 is high for ball 2. 2-2. Two two. First hitter of the game is number 23, Jordan Vujovic, the USF Dons. Gray jerseys and pants, green caps, the USF logo on the left chest. BYU in the white pins, sharp look for the Cougs. The 2-2 two two from Easton. Ooh, caught him on the fist as he pivoted the hips to think about a swing, and then the ball hit the hands of the bat. We'll stay 2-2. Two and two. Yeah, I'm just glad that he called a foul ball. It was close to hitting that arm. I'm glad it ended up getting the uh, little bit of that bat to get a foul ball. Nino Geritano, 31st season as a head coach, 23rd with the Dons. Leads USF into Provo. And from 0-2 to 3-2, the count is full to Vujovic. The first base coach will be Alan Smoot and Troy Nakamura at third for USF today. Everyone's bundled up. It's now turning from rain to sleet slash snow, and that's a lost hitter from an 0-2 to a walk as Easton Walker puts Jordan Vujovic at first to begin the game. Well, and that's not like Easton. He doesn't throw a lot of he doesn't throw a lot of balls. He usually attacks the hitters, and he got up 0-2 on him with two really good pitches, and then everything was missing high. Easton will groove in that fastball in the low 90s, give you a slider in the low 80s. His curve will hit the high 70s with a changeup in the mid-80s. That's the Easton Walker arsenal. And this lineup is full of left-handed hitters. Seven lefties against the righty Easton Walker today. Darius Foster, the left fielder, digs in. Ball one. So uh, five straight balls in the count. There was a couple of fouls in that last at-bat, but he's got a runner at first in Vujovic, and now facing Foster, who's leading the Dons in batting average, slugging percentage, on-base percentage. Squares to bunt. High for ball two. So a 2-0. and oh. After Easton got ahead 0-2 on the first hitter, he falls behind 2-0 as Josh Cowden comes out of his crouch to punch the glove and give Easton a couple of words of encouragement with a 2-0 forthcoming. Yeah, it's a mechanic adjustment he has to make. Everything is high right now. He's got to stride out a little bit longer and get on top of it. That's more like it. Swinging strike by Foster. 2-1 to the second hitter of the day, Darius Foster. Jersey number 8. They'll go lefty-lefty righty, and then four straight lefties as this batting order continues for San Francisco. BYU and USF. We'll we'll call a light snowfall falling here at Miller Park. That's inside edge. They look to first base. You won't even give them a glance. Go to three and one. So Easton Walker on the hill. Three and one fourth coming to Foster here. Oh, 2-2. They called that. Yeah, should be a strike. Scoreboard shows 3-1. and one. Goes 2-2. Two and two. That was a called strike. So 2-2 two and two to Foster. And that's a swing and strikeout. So the K for Easton Walker as Foster goes down. We'll bring Jack Winkler, the starting shortstop, to the plate for San Francisco. High and inside and tempting enough to swing and miss for Darius Foster. So one out. You're in the top of the first. Precipitation falling here at Miller Park. A cold, wet day. Rain turning to snow. Mixture is diving back to first ahead of the throw is Vujovic. Vujovic led off this game with a walk. Right-handed here. The only righty in the first seven to come to the plate is Jack Winkler. One out. Top one. Scoreless game. Easton Walker delivers to 1-0. Well, you can tell he's, he's, he's battling out there, Greg, trying to get the grip of the baseball right with this wet moisture. Cold temps. Throw back to first. Freddie will swipe at Vujovic. Gets back easily. The first and third base coaches in rain gear. They're rain coats. The all grays today for USF and the all white pinstripes for BYU. Easton Walker towing the first base side of the rubber. Comes homeward. A little off speed and that'll be 
Ball two, two and oh. Yes, yeah, so to the number three hitter Winkler. So right now he's missing fastball high and then breaking balls missing low. And so he's just got to find that in-between area where he can just compete at the knees. The sweet spot. Yep. You can hear some wind in our crowd, Mike. The center field flag is more or less limp as that's fouled back into the screen by Winkler. So it'll go to two and two with one out here at the top of the first. In contrast to Tuesday when that wind was steady and blowing out and a couple of the home runs were wind-aided that day. BYU hit two, and UVU hit one in an exciting 11-7 game featuring 26 hits on the day. We'll see how well the bats warm up in a game that starts in the 30s here. Now that center field flag starts to unfurl toward left center. Time called, giving Easton a moment. Home plate umpire Jacob Asher, Alberto Ruiz at first, and Dak Upton, Dax Upton at second. Walker outside with ball three. So three and one to Jack Winkler. One gone here in the top of the first. Jack Winkler leading USF in at-bats on the year. Bring that crowd mic down a little bit. It's just that windy right now. It's picked up. And that's laced to right field. Danny Jelilich ranges back and has oh, to reach wow. out to make the catch. They may double him off first. The throw comes into first, and they'll get back just in time as Vujovic will come back. He was almost a second baseman. Yeah. Jelilich made a heck of a catch. He really did. Had that gotten past him, he wouldn't have been surprised. But he got just enough of a jump and then reaches out that gloved hand to haul it in for out number two. Yeah, really good play there. And it looked like off the bat that Jelly was going to get beat by his body language, and that's what the, the runner at first thought originally. That's why he was already at second trying to take off to third. But good play by Jelly and almost got the double play at first. Got back to Freddie, but uh, Vujovic just back in time. So the Winkler fly out to Jelly and right brings Jacob Munoz to the plate. First baseman Munoz, jersey number 47, and he is a slugger. A lot of impressive offensive stats for Munoz as Eastern Walker delivers ball one. So two out, top of the first. Precipitation lightning maybe just marginally in the last 45 seconds or so. Now you see that flag start to stiffen out there in center field. Back to first, and Vujovic diving ahead of the throw. Atchikar again makes a swipe. Munoz leading USF in doubles, home runs, RBI, total bases. Puts the bat on his left shoulder and awaits the 1-0 from Easton Walker. The kick, fire, and delivery, and that's fouled. Just almost to the edge of the screen down the... Third, uh, third base side. One and one to Munoz. And Greg, what you'll get in this wet type day when you're playing on this artificial surface, unlike dirt, is you're not going to have the mud and issues like that, but the ball starts to skip when it hits that turf when it's wet. So it actually speeds up on you and then when you obviously field it as a fielder, it's going to be full of water. So you got to really pay attention when you're throwing across a diamond. One, one. Chopped to first, Freddie Handles, he'll underhand scoop to Eastern Walker, he'll touch the bag and the Dons are retired, so a leadoff walk does no damage for BYU the next three are retired after a half inning it is BYU 0 and USF 0, no runs, no hits, no errors in the top half of the first on the new skin, BYU Sports Network This is BYU Baseball now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel Bottom of the first here at Miller Park in Provo. Andrew Pintar will lead things off. A three-for-three three day with four runs scored and three RBI Tuesday in the win over UVU. BYU Baseball brought to you by doTERRA, a proud sponsor of the BYU Baseball team. On the hill for San Francisco, number 34, Landon Barasa. Righty facing righty to get this one underway. And that's ripped over the second base bag into center field. Lead-off single for Andrew Pintar. So Pintar keeps his hot streak going, 3-for-3 Tuesday, and leads off with a rip to center. He stands at first base in the bottom of the first. Yeah, he's seeing the ball really well right now, just when we need it. Landon Barassa. Barassa's a good French-Canadian name, and turns out that he's a Canadian from Lethbridge, Alberta. Landon Barassa making his sixth start of the season. One and two in his record on the year. Number two hitter is jersey number two, Brock Watkins, the shortstop. Right-handed hitting Watkins will dig in and look up to Landon Barassa. Barassa 6'4", buck 95. Taking his lead at first is Andrew Pintar. 
Watkins was two for four with three RBI on Tuesday. And that's laced into short right field off two hops. Pintar will stop at second. It's a single for Brock Watkins. So the first two BYU hitters reach safely with singles. We're in the bottom of the first. Yep. None out and two on uh, for BYU. Two pitches, two singles. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a great start. Now we have to execute and bring some runs in. And so the two guys who combined for six RBI on Tuesday while going five for seven from the plate get BYU off to another strong start in this one. First two hitters reach. Singles for both. Pintar and Watkins bringing to the plate BYU's first left-handed hitter of the day, Mitch McIntyre. Left fielder McIntyre. Jersey number six, man on first and second. None gone. Bottom one. BYU in San Francisco scoreless. Barasa from the stretch comes homeward inside and low enough to bring his catcher out of his crouch, keeping it in front of him was Nick, beg your pardon, to Thomas McCarthy. McCarthy the catcher for San Francisco. USF has a Nick Jovetic and a Jordan Vujovic. They play alongside each other in the outfield. Jovetic in center and Vujovic in right. McIntyre. Awaits the 1-0 delivery. Rasa fires. Curves in for strike one. So uh, one and one to yeah. McIntyre. So first two f- pitches of the game were for singles on fastballs, and now he's going to change up first pitch ball one, and then he went slider there to Mitch for strike one. So he didn't want to go back to that fastball. McIntyre leans back and now leans in, awaiting the 1-1. Josh Cowden is on deck. That's outside edge. Strike two. That's interesting. The uh, the home plate umpire's strike call I, in the top of the first, I I mistook it for an appeal yeah. almost because of how he points. Yeah, he does point right. Yeah. Instead of pointing <laughs> sideways, he points on an angle. Yeah. So the one-two to McIntyre. Landon Barrasso with a 5.84 ERA. And that bends in for the punch out. So the 1 2 ends up in a backwards K for Mitch McIntyre. One gone here in the bottom of the first. Yeah, and that's not the, the bat you're hoping for from your from your leader there. He didn't even take the bat off his shoulder. He had been so good so far this year of just competing. But uh, honestly, I, I tip my hat to Barrasso on that because he just really sequenced him tough there. Quite the variety yeah. of throws in that at bat. So back-to-back-to-back lefties against the right-handed throwing Barasa. Left-handed hitting Joshua Cowden to the plate. The Cougar catcher. And on first and second, one out now. Bottom of the first, 0-0, BYU and USF. Barasa pipes strike one. Yeah, he's going to the breaking ball now. He obviously said, hey, this team's ready for my fastball, so I'm going to go slider changeup. And so far, that's, that's four straight of the variety right there. We'll see when he next chooses to bring the gas here as Cowden leans in. Waves the barrel through the zone. Puts it back on his left shoulder and awaits the 0-1. And Barasa stepped half homeward, then wheeled back and will reset. Joshua Cowden had a two RBI single as part of the 11-7 win over UVU on Tuesday. Fourth batsman of the game for BYU is Cowden. Swings and fouls back down the third base side. Goes to 0-2. So Barasa is ahead of the Cougar catcher, Joshua Cowden. With one gone here in the bottom of the first. BYU and USF playing their first of three this weekend. 34th meeting all-time. BYU leads the all-time series 19-14. Last time these two teams played was back here at Miller Park two years ago, 2019. BYU took two of three in that weekend series. This is the lone WCC game being played today. The other three game sets will all start tomorrow. A glance back to second, and then low for ball one. So the 0-2 is in the dirt for ball one. So Pintar at second, Watkins at first. Pintar advancing on the Watkins single. Was hit sharply enough that he couldn't even think about rounding. So the 1-2 coming from Landon Barasa. His left glove at his chest. Puts his right hand into his glove. Holds it at his belt and comes homeward. And that's ripped off a chop to the second baseman. 
Second to short, and short will skip it to first base. It'll be handled. Runner's going to come home. Pintar going to try and score and get thrown out. So Andrew Pintar thought he had a shot and came homeward. First baseman who couldn't handle the 4-6-3 cleanly, scooped it off the dirt and threw home to catch Pintar. So the side is retired after the Cougars had something going. So the retirement at second, the throw to first not in time. They come homeward and get Pintar trying to score. So we're through one complete inning. BYU no runs on two hits, no errors. 0-0 after one on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. You're back at Miller Park in Provo, top of the second inning. BYU in San Francisco scoreless. Cougars had something going there. First two hitters reached on singles, but both end up left on base with the leadoff hitter Pintar being thrown out at home on a play that goes 4-6-3-2, an unconventional double play to end the bottom of the first, top of the second, and the first hitter in the bottom of the second lofts one to deep left field, not deep enough to even get to the track, but Nick Jovetich fouls out to Mitch McIntyre. That's one thing that Easton does really well, Greg, is he gets a lot of first pitch outs. They, he's on attack mode, and because of that, a lot of guys will swing early and he'll get quick outs, which then makes him be able to go a little bit longer in the game. Another left-handed hitter, designated hitter, Christian Stapleton getting his first start in a month. And he rips that foul down the third baseline. You never know this year when you see that, that a guy hasn't been in the lineup for a month. Well, was it an injury? Was it maybe COVID-related, you know? You just never know. And that's the thing about college baseball is there's there's not like weekly reports so you know what's going on. Swinging strike quickly to 0-2. Eastern Walker ahead of Christian Stapleton. And that's a backwards K. Nicely done. Three pitches, three strikes. The last one looking. And so Christian Stapleton is down on strikes, and Easton Walker has two outs quickly here in the top of the second. Stapleton getting a start in part to replace a right-handed bat in Jacob Westerman, and it's two outs here in the top of the second, and 0-0 our score. Easton Walker working quickly, and that's strike one. Outside edge two. The number seven hitter, the third baseman, number three, Ryan Davis. High for ball one. So Davis is a Georgetown transfer, which gets me thinking that there has to be some crossover there with Freddie Atchikar. Yeah, there's a good chance that they knew each other. So Davis awaits the one and one with two gone here in the top of the second. Easton Walker curves it in for strike two. Yeah, much better intent for Easton this inning. Just feels like he's got really command of what he's doing. The one-two. And that's a one-hopper, and it'll get past the third baseman, Peyton Cole. So Cole thought he had a beat on it, but it skipped off the heel of his glove, and it'll be maybe an infield single. It's a harsh error because of how hardly it was hit. Tuck, what do you think? Yeah, I I still think that he's in front of it, and he should field that ball as a one-hopper. It is hit hard, but, you know, anything that's at you like that, you should be able to make that play. The scoring is an error on Peyton Cole. So Cole making his fourth error of the season. It'll drop his fielding average under 900. So the sharp the sharp shot to third, but did get a glove on it. Skipped off the heel of the glove into short left. It was tracked down there. Kept the runner at first, Ryan Davis. So Davis reaching on the E5. And Walker goes back to work facing Thomas McCarthy, the USF catcher. Eighth hitter in the lineup and fourth hitter of this half inning. From the top of the second, BYU 0, San Francisco 0. Two out, one on for the visitors. Righty v. Ryder here, and that's chopped. Chance to redeem himself. Cole handles off one hop. Fires to Freddie. Took him off the bag, and it's safe as a result. So just that second to take Freddie off the bag, and as he elevates off the bag, runner steps on first, and just that split second of a reach for USF. And two on now with two out. Yeah, it's a, I mean, that's a play that you expect him to make. That's a much easier play to make than the one before. You just got to step and throw, and he's a little bit high. So without the benefit of a hit, unless they call that an infield no, hit, it'll be a throwing error, error right? Error. So a back-to-back yeah. errors on Cole. A fielding error and a throwing error. And so the runners at first and second 
come from uh, third base miscues as Easton Walker gets back to business and delivers the 1-0. So it's 1-0. Number nine hitter Brandon Grime at the plate. Another lefty for Coach Nick Giratano. So the hands are certainly cold out there for everyone as they go back to second. Diving back to second is Ryan Davis. Well, and early in the season, Greg, these are the these are the innings that really hurt us in games, right? Is when we gave them free opportunities, and mm-hmm. and, and of late we've been playing a little bit more clean, uh, a little cleaner, and so you hope Eason can get out of this jam. Runner at second, Davis. Runner at first, McCarthy. And that's just foul. Oh, yes, it was. Down the third baseline, about 10 feet past the bag, and it's outside the paint. So a one and one forthcoming. So back-to-back E5s here in the top of the second. That's how their two runners have reached. So first and second without a hit for San Francisco. Two gone. Eastern Walker looking to get out of a jam, not of his doing here in the top of the second, but a jam nonetheless. So first and second for the visitors, and a 1-1 coming to the number nine hitter, Grime. And that will drop in for a single to short left field just over the shortstop's outstretched arms. And coming in from second to score is Ryan Davis. So USF opens on top on a single from Brandon Grime to left field. So the errors come back to haunt here in the top of the second. Davis around to score, Don's one, and BYU zero. Yeah, tough one there. Back-to-back errors, and then he just... Just bloop flares it right over Brock at short for an RBI single. So the RBI for Grime. His single to left. And again, just over Brock Watkins' glove. Thought he might, but nah, just too much on it. Got into short left and one nothing Dons as a result. Next hitter's the top of the order. Jordan Vujovic, and he lofts that one to center field, and they're going to watch that go over the wall. A center field shot and a three-run dinger for Jordan Vujovic. Wow, that was hit well. Straight away center. So Cole Gamble turned and watched as Vujovic lets three cross the plate on a three-run shot. Yeah, and every single run scored this inning will be unearned against Easton because of the two-out errors. So McCarthy and Grime all score on the homer from Vujovic. Number two hitter. And the seventh hitter of this half inning is Darius Foster. Foster retired, striking out, swinging in the first. Four-nothing Dons on a three-run shot. Swung on and fouled down the and we, third baseline. And we always talk about two-out hitting, right? Those that win the two-out hitting, hitting column usually win the game. And two big knocks for the Dons in this inning. The two errors and then two two-out hits. They're at 4 nothing. Walker with the bases clear. Delivers the 1-1 for ball two. First hitter of the inning. Flight out to left. Stapleton was caught looking just like that. Two down and then E5, E5. RBI single, three-run shot. Swinging strike for strike two. Ball two, strike two, and two out here in the top of the second. USF four and BYU zero. The delivery inside from Walker will fill the count at three and two with two gone. USF's been uh, outscored 66-19 to in the first three innings coming in two today, but they put a dent in that disparity with a four-run second so far. Waggling the bat on the left shoulder is Foster. Foul stays three and two. Well, a lot of baseball left only in the second inning. Four-run deficit. It's, it's, it's a deficit that your offense can come back from, so you're just trying to minimize this inning and get your offense back there and let them chip away at this lead. Toughest inning for USF has been the second. And lose him on a walk, so you watched it in for ball four. Foster to first. Yeah, coming in two today, USF had been outscored 28-4 to four in the second inning alone. The second inning so far today has gone four-zip Dons. 
with Foster reaching on a base on balls. Yeah, it's amazing what errors can do, right? You get a couple errors, get some confidence, and then get a big hit. Of the four runs allowed, as Tuck notes, none earned and still on the season. Easton Walker's allowed all of two earned runs. Runner goes, and ball never got out of the glove of Joshua Cowden. Yeah. So a stolen base for Foster. He had a good chance to throw him out. I didn't think Foster had a really good lead. A good jump, sorry, but uh, Cowden couldn't get out of the glove. So man in scoring position now is Darius Foster at second. Takes his lead. Jack Winkler, the shortstop. Eighth hitter of this inning. And that's ripped to left center field. And that will get to the wall off the track. Runner around to score is Foster. And a stand-up double for Jack Winkler. Everything happening with two outs. Jack Winkler with an RBI two-bagger. And Darius Foster comes around to score the fifth run of the inning for San Francisco. USF 5 and BYU 0, top two. Yeah, momentum right here. A lot of momentum in the Don's way. And they are, Easton's missing over the plate, and they're not missing barrels right now. Joshua Cowden and pitching coach Michael Bradshaw will take a trip out to the mound here. We're still in the top of the second. And USF's lead is now 5-0. First two batters of the inning were retired and briskly in Jovetic and Stapleton. Then Davis reaches on a fielding error from the third baseman. McCarthy then reached on a throwing error that could have gotten BYU out of the inning. That, that next chopper to, to Peyton was handled cleanly, yep. and he gunned it to Freddie but took him off the bag, and it was when Freddie, you know, had he got down in time, yep. it's an out, but just in that second that he was in the air, the runner touched first base, kept the inning alive, and everything's happened from there. Yeah, and the Dons have just absolutely taken advantage of it. So with Davis and McCarthy reaching on back-to-back errors, the next hitter, Grime, singled in Davis, and then Vujovic with a shot to center, a three-run jack that scored himself, along with McCarthy and Grime. And that's fouled deep to left field. The 0-1 coming from Walker, next hitter. is the ninth hitter of the inning now, Jacob Munoz, the first baseman. Ninth hitter to come to the plate, left-handed hitting Munoz against the right-handed throwing Walker. Don's five, Cougars nothing. Top two, five runs on three hits. That's high for ball one. One and one with two gone here at the top of the second. Yeah, definitely just making the best of their opportunity. Those three hits are three huge hits. A single, a double, and a home run. First came the single, then the homer, and then the double. And Winkler is at second with that double. Munoz puts a charge into that one. And that's going to be center field. Going to stay in the park. It will. On the warning track, making the catch is Cole Gamble. But five runs cross in the top of the second. Five runs, three hits, two errors. USF 5, BYU 0 after one and a half on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Bottom of the second, San Francisco 5, and BYU no score after a five-run top of the second for the visitors. Center fielder Cole Gamble leads off the bottom of the second and a swinging strike on the offering from Landon Barasa. BYU brought four to the plate in the first in the uh, first inning, and the first two batters reached safely on singles, but after a strikeout, USF got out of it as the pitch is ripped on a one-hop to second, fired from Grime to Munoz, and Gamble is retired. The fourth hitter of the inning... Joshua Cowden hit into what ended up turning out to be a 4-6-3-2. A would-be double play was not turned with the throw errant at first, but on that errant throw, Pintar thought he had an opening to get home from second and was thrown out at the plate, ended the inning for BYU. One out now in the bottom of the second. The first baseman did a really good job finding that ball and and throwing an absolute strike to home. Strike one delivery from Barasa to the second hitter of the inning. The number six hitter, number 35, Jacob Wilk, the DH. Hit his second homer of the season versus UVU on Tuesday. And sits on ball one. So one and one with one gone here in the bottom of the second. San Francisco five and BYU no score. All five runs crossing in the top of the second inning. Wilk at the plate. Right-handed hitter. Right-handed thrower. Ball too high, two and one. 
Jacob Wilk out of Salado, Texas. As we discussed on Tuesday, a Wharton County Junior College transfer into BYU. Yep, he's starting to get hot at the right time. Two and one goes to three and one to Jacob Wilk. Oh, when you're drawing five runs in the second inning, it's it's a lot of outs left, a lot of innings left. It's all about just chipping away and putting together good at-bats. That's going to put Wilk at first base, the outside delivery, ball four. So Jacob Wilk, Wilk reaches on a base on balls. That's the first base on balls issued by Barasa. He's given up two hits, has struck out one, and now a walk to Wilk. In, uh, in 2019, the last time we played these guys here, it was very similar. The, the, the Dons jumped on us early, and um, and then we came right back with it, and Brock Hill got up and hit a grand slam to tie it back up, and, and it, it, the momentum completely just changed. The man on first is Wilk. Freddie Atchikar steps in. The BYU first baseman, jersey 45, Freddie Atchikar. Coming off an 0 for 3 outing Tuesday against the Wolverines. Watches ball one. The 1-0 delivery forthcoming from Landon Barasa, the Don starter, working in the bottom of the second. He's got a 5-0 lead. High and outside for ball two. So Wilk reaching on a walk. And he's at first with Achikar in the batter's box. BYU, two hits. Without a run, USF three hits with five runs. All five runs unearned in the top of the second. From the stretch, Barasa goes to ball three, three and zero oh to Achikar. Will be taken here. Figure bat on the shoulder, man on first, and one out here in the bottom of the second. Make Barasa make a pitch. Freddie awaits the three zero, and that's going to be another walk, a four pitch walk from Barasa. So Cougars down five. And have runners at first and second with only one out. And that'll bring up Danny Jelilich. And if I believe, I think that m- might be eight straight because I think the first pitch to Wilk was a strike, and then it was four straight balls to him and then four straight to Freddie. So he's really struggling out there right now. And this is a spot where Danny Jelilich, a senior leader, who's really sparked this offense the last week, the big opportunity for him to uh, get, get the Cougs on the board. Tuckett mentioned how well... Danny's been hitting it. Six hits in his last 11 at-bats has raised him to, t- to the top of the order, or the top of the batting average order. He's the best hitter by average on the team right now. One for three with a run and a walk against UVU on Tuesday. Laverne, California's Danny Jelovich. Danny Jelovich, BYU trailing 5-0. So Danny from Laverne and Shirley, BYU. Gets a hit, some kind of big hit here yep. in this inning and get back in this thing. Yeah, you get a big hit here, score a run or two, you, you know, you punch them right back and say, hey, this game isn't over. A lot of baseball left. So first and second, one gone, bottom second, Danny at the plate. Righty hitter, righty thrower. Barasa comes plate where Danny squares. It's 10 straight. That's 10 straight balls, ten straight. right? So if you're playing in, in the SEC country right now, the student section would be, just chanting, ball 11, ball 11, like to get in the pitcher's head. And it's just like the most craziest thing that you'll ever experience as a pitcher. doTERRA, proud sponsor of BYU Baseball. BYU Baseball trailing USF, 5 nothing. bottom second. Chance to get back in it here. First and second, one out. Wilk at second, Atchikar at first, Danny in the box. And that's 11 straight balls thrown by Landon Barasa. 3-0. and and so a take here for Danny to lead the bases, load the bases. Yep, he'll be taken here. Jersey number three, Danny Jelilich, the right fielder. Digs in, waves the bat across the plate as Barasa gets into his stretch. 3-0, one gone, bottom second, BYU down five. The kick, fire, delivery, and did what he had to do after 11 consecutive balls thrown. That's a strike. And still here, with Jelly up, you're, you're very selective three and one. Make him come back to you. If you get your pitch, take a good swing on it. If not, take ball four and load these things up. Barasa on the hill, working on the first base side of the rubber. Jelilich in the box, the 3-1. 
And that's short left field, and it will not drop. It'll be caught by the left fielder running in. Runners will stay at first and second, respectively. So kind of fisted a little bit. Yeah, and that's tough because you get a 3-1 pitch right there and fastball running in on his hands there that jams him, like you said, for a shallow pop fly. You really need big damage done right there. So racing in to make the catch was the left fielder Foster, second out of the inning. So first inning and second inning. BYU's have have had runners at first and second. See what they do this time around. Peyton Cole, the number nine hitter. Lefty Cole facing righty Barasa. Well, he owes us a few runs, right, because of those errors. This would be a good time to make amends a little bit. Yeah, make amends and get a big knock. And it was a pair of E5s that uh, led to the start of the big inning in the second for San Francisco. As a result, uh, Eastern Walker trails 5-0, but none of the runs was officially earned. So Peyton Cole, jersey number 23, the white pinstripes for BYU today, making his ninth start in his tenth game played. In his first at-bat of this game. Bottom two, two out, 1-0, fourth coming to Cole. The righty Barasa glances back at Wilk and fires high for ball one. Ball, ball two, beg your pardon, 2-0 to Cole. Home plate up doesn't do it. Jacob Asher doesn't do a good job of, like, body language. It's hard to tell <laughs> if he's going to strike or ball it. And so I'm kind of, like, left waiting and yeah. waiting and waiting. <laughs> Trying to read this guy. Yeah. The 2-0 with two out in the bottom of the second. BYU's down 5-0. Chipping away is okay. Mm. Two and two. The relaxed strike call. Two and one, beg your pardon. Yep. Two balls, one strike with two out to Peyton Cole. Peyton's done a really good job so far this year of getting two out hits. And usually in this spot, he goes right back up the middle. And that's what you're looking to do as a hitter. Cole waits the 2-1. And that's fouled well out of play down the third baseline. 2-2 two and two with two out in the bottom of the second. USF 5 and BYU 0. BYU this year, a 500 record when they score first. Three and seven when the opponent scores first, and five scored in the top of the second for San Francisco. Five nothing Dons. Game one of this three game WCC set. Peyton Cole digs in, awaits the 2 2. Barasa kicks and fires, and just maybe a piece of it yeah. swung and caught enough of it. Fortunate there that Cole barely caught enough of that breaking ball. You can almost hear the click barely. Yep. Just to live to see another pitch. USF coming in, having lost 10 of 11. They ended a nine-game skid with a win over Pepperdine last Saturday. They're a really talented team. Their record does not show that. They, they faced a couple of ranked teams yep. as part of their run, similar to BYU, kind of a similar composition of the schedule. They come in on Cole. He swings, and they struck him out. So Peyton Cole knew what he wanted to do, but then kind of up a half mind, ended up swinging through the zone. And kind of a half-check strikeout for Peyton Cole to end the bottom of the second. So after two complete, USF 5 and BYU 0. No runs, no hits, and no errors. 5 nothing Dons after two on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Top three, one pitch already in to Nick Jovetic. Pitch two is lofted to center field. Back to the warning track and making a jump at the wall to haul it in is Cole Gamble. So long fly out for Nick Jovetic, first hitter in the top of the third. USF 5 and BYU no score. That one stayed in the park. Just barely. <laughs> yeah, it was just barely. Gamble, Gamble's had to do a lot of work so far in the last two innings of, of running to that wall. Yeah, he's been integral. Christian Stapleton. A strikeout looking in the second. Hits now in the third. Strike one to Stapleton. Stapleton was the uh, second batter of that second inning when nine came to the plate for USF. So in back-to-back innings, he's the second hitter to the plate. Yeah, he struck out looking and then 
Davis on deck got things rolling. With a hot shot to third that Peyton Cole couldn't handle cleanly. And that was an E5. And the next hitter hit a more handleable, if you will, uh, grounder to, to Peyton. But that time the throw was errant. And so back-to-back -back errors got that inning going for USF. And they took advantage. That's an inside strike, one and two. Well, Stapleton obviously doesn't like this umpire today. Every time he calls a borderline pitch, he looks right back at him. He didn't like the pitch he struck out on last inning as well. The one-two. That's fouled. Out of play down the third baseline. Five-nothing Dons. Five runs on three hits. BYU no runs on two hits. The Cougars have had Manot first and second in both the first and second innings. Stapleton. Awaits the one-two with one out here in the top of the third. Easton Walker fires, and that's foul to the screen. Stays one and two to Christian Stapleton. Lefty hitter, righty thrower, and the one-two in for ball two. So two and two with one gone. Here at the top of the third, Eastern Walker facing Christian Stapleton, the USF DH, one of seven left-handed hitters in the starting lineup for the Dons facing the righty. And the Cougars have five lefties of their own going today in the batting order. So 12 of the 18 hitters are left-handed. Stapleton, again fouls, giving chase, but not able to get to it, but not too far away. Peyton Cole yeah. re leaned over the railing there in front of the uh, BYU bullpen area and just about a yard or two beyond his outstretched glove. Yeah, he gave good effort on it. So stepping back in, Christian Stapleton. Stapleton 6'3", 225. Easton Walker kicks and fires. And that's flied between left and center. Left fielder Mitch McIntyre will call for it and take it in for out number two. So as happened in the second, the first two hitters of the inning have been retired. Third out's the most important <laughs> one. And that's one thing that we've done this year that at times when we've really struggled in games, it's, you know, two out walks or two out errors that then lead to a two out run, which obviously, you know, had a tailspin last inning up and they got five runs because of it. So Ryan Davis is swinging strike on the first pitch offering from Easton Walker. Davis reached on E5, ended up coming around to score. Was the first to score in the inning. Brandon Grime brought him home with an RBI single. And McCarthy and Grimes scored on the three-run shot from Vujovic. Grounder to the pitcher, Walker. Underhand scoop with the right hand to first base, and the Cougars are out of the inning. One, two, three. After two and a half, BYU and San Francisco with the Cougs down five. The Dons go no runs, no hits, no errors in the top of the third. On top of the third, after two and a half, BYU trails USF five nothing on the new skin BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Bottom three, and the leadoff hitter in the inning is the leadoff hitter in the order for BYU, Andrew Pintar. Reached on a single, was thrown out at home on the 4-6-3-2. Unconventional double play to end the first inning for BYU. Barasa delivers after ball one. Caught a piece of it with that swing on the second pitch to one and one with none out here in the bottom of the third. USF 5 and BYU 0. BYU's largest comeback thus far this season was on February 27th at Texas. They trailed 4-0 through 5. BYU then scored 5 in the 6th and then held on for that 5-4 decision down in Austin. Yep, a lot of baseball left. And, and, and hey, we've already left four guys on base, so we're, we're having opportunities to score runs. Just looking for a couple extra hits. So Cooks trail 5-zip, bottom 3. 1-2 now to Andrew Pintar. Pintar watches ball two. The count even, two and two. Spanish Fork High School's Andrew Pintar. Pintar's finally creeping up back towards that 300 line. He's on base percentage around 450 right now. Came in 442 and then singled in the first. High and inside. Just past his turning left shoulder. Full count to Pintar. 
to lead off the third. And the Cougars have had base runners in yeah. both the first and the second. They've had runners at first and second in both innings. No one has crossed the plate. And again, all five USF runs are unearned today. Pintar laces one but deep and foul down the first baseline. Out near Helaman Halls. Tried to uh, rear back and throw there. That was his fastest fastball so far this game at 92. He's trying to blow it by Pintar. Landon Barasa has a whip that's a little untidy. 1.66 coming into today. And that's high and inside and almost caught the shoulder again. So it's a walk issued by Barasa. And the Cougs have had runners on base in every inning. And they get one across here. Pintar came close to scoring in the first. Took a bit of a gamble on a throw that got away from the first baseman in their attempt to turn a 4-6-3 double play. It ended up getting a double play, but yep. with a throw coming to home as Pintar came homeward and was thrown out. And there was a discussion after the out because the catcher, in this case Thomas McCarthy, was uh, doing a little bit of standing over and jawing with Pintar yeah, on the bit, ground. A little bit of a taunt after he tagged him. Next hitter is Brock Watkins, and Watkins looks at strike one. So Barasa delivers a strike one to Watkins with a runner on first and Andrew Pintar. So Pintar has reached in the first and the third innings. First inning with a single and third inning with a base on balls. Watkins singled in the first. Pintar dives back to first ball, got away from the first baseman. Well, That'll get Pintar get to, to at least second base and should go to third easily. Finally, the right fielder gets to it, but the simple throw back to first from Barasa yep. got away from Munoz, and the throw gets away from the catcher. Coming home is Pintar, and he will score he safely ahead of Barasa. Wow. Trying to apply the tag. Pintar comes all the way around to score. Yeah, so we have an E1, and then we have an E9, right, to score that run. Pintar goes on the first throw, right, the air by the pitcher. Gets from first gets to third. Gets in the first to third, and the right fielder throws it in and makes the air to home. And so it's going to be uh, So with Watkins e, still yeah. in, the batting, in, in the batter's box, that goes from a throwback to first. Pintar goes first to third as it got away from the first baseman. And then as the throw from right got away from the catcher, Pintar came home, again, came home and the throw to Barasa just not in time to catch yeah. him. So Pintar scores BYU's first run of the game on an unfortunate series of events for USF, but the Cougs will take it. 5-1, BYU down four, bottom three. So a pair of throwing errors score Andrew Pintar. And Watkins still sitting on an 0-1. I tell you what, the catcher did a really good job of being able to field that ball and throw it back to Barasa at, at, at the plate. And Pintar was almost out. It was a bang-bang play at the plate. The replay showed it was yeah. really close. And uh, luckily we got the benefit there. Was the first error more on Barasa or the yeah, first baseman? it was uh, definitely on the pitcher. So E1, overthrow. E9. Yeah, E1, E9. Ball two. Is it two? Is it yeah. not a two yeah, and one here? Two to and Watkins? one. Yeah. yeah, two and one count. Scoreboard reset on us there, but it is two and one to Brock Watkins. Watkins with the bases clear now. BYU's gotten a run across on a pair of throwing errors. That's a swinging strike by Watkins. Mitch McIntyre's on deck. So Andrew Pintar reached on a base on balls. That's two two, right? Yep, two and two. Pintar reached on a base on balls. Went from first to third. On one throwing error, and then from third huh, to home on a second throwing error. Did they punch him out? Was that? I, the umpire first said 2-1, and then he swings, and then now he says it was that was actually 2-2, two, two, uh, or 1-2. So, huh, interesting. That was weird. So that ends up as a swinging strikeout for Watkins. And one out here in the bottom of the third. Next hitter, Mitch McIntyre, the left fielder, was caught on a looking strikeout in the first inning. Now hits here in the third, and first pitch into McIntyre is a strike. A 1-1 with one out. Here in the bottom of the third, USF 5 and BYU 1. Barasa grooves it in, but it's struck well. Hit cleanly into left field by Mitch McIntyre. Somebody liked and laced one to left, and so McIntyre reaches. On a single, Pintar's already scored on a pair of throwing errors. BYU's gotten a run across. The strikeout by Watkins is the one out of the inning. Joshua Cowden, BYU catcher, will come to the plate, and he was the one that got that 4-6-3-2 going in the first that got USF out of a promising inning for BYU. So here at Miller Park, cold and wet. Not as windy as it was an inning or so ago. 
The flag out in center field is limp on that pole as Cowden. The lefty hitter faces the righty hurler, Barasa. That's fouled back off a couple, a couple of skips to the facing. And this is a spot here where you want Cowden to try to split a gap here, hit a double, try to score uh, McIntyre from first base. So he grounded to second, and in the attempt to turn the double play, Dons threw it away but ultimately caught Pintar trying to come home. That ended the first inning. So Cowden 0 for 1, the throwback to first as... Getting back is McIntyre. Pintar led the inning off with a walk and scored on those back-to-back throwing errors. The BYU Cougars' lone run of the game. 5-1, Dons lead it. Both teams three hits, but the Dons have five runs on their three hits. BYU won on its three. Both teams have two Both teams have two errors, and all are throwing errors. And that's a ball that never came down. High for ball one. One and one, one out, bottom three. BYU at bat with Joshua Cowden at the plate. The left fielder is actually playing pretty shallow. Josh has some really good power to left center. So he gets an outside fastball and he takes it that way. He could he definitely could burn him. From the stretch man on first, Landon Barassa comes plateward. And that's fouled back for strike two. One and two. One out, bottom three. Joshua Cowden second on the BYU team and runs scored. Making his 18th start in his 19th game played. This is BYU's 19th game. Kooks 7 and 11 coming in. USF playing his 20th game. The Dons are 5 and 14. Both teams challenging schedules, playing two ranked opponents, each of them, in the non conference portion well, of their I, slate. If I remember, I think they won two out of three from UCLA to start the season. So, and UCLA is ranked in the top 10 at the time. The other ranked so. opponent was UCSB, I think, for them. Yeah. BYU's ranked UCSB. foes were Texas. Yep. UCSB, BYU's ranked foes were Texas and then Oregon State. And that stays high for ball two. So two and two to Joshua Cowden. Man on first is Mitch McIntyre. McIntyre two for two on stolen base attempts this year. They've thrown back one cursory time, I think, for Mitch. Barasa fires the grounder from Cowden to short. Short second, and they don't get him at first, so... Looking for a 6-4-3. Ends up as a 6-4. And Cowden beats it out at first base. So two out now. On the grounder to short. Goes 6-4 on the Cowden retirement. But he reaches. The retirement to McIntyre on the 6-4. And Cowden reaches on the grounder. So a fielder's choice reach for Cowden. With the score 5-1 USF, BYU down four, bottom three. Two outs now for Cole Gamble. The left-handed hitting Gamble. Grounded out 4-3 in the second. Hits now here in the bottom of the third. Pintar reaching on a base on balls. Throwing errors brought him home for the Cougs' lone run. McIntyre singled, thrown out on the 6-4. And Cowden now on the fielder's choice is the man on first. The 1-0. Goes to a 1-1 on a swinging strike by Cole Gamble. So Cole 0 for 4 on Tuesday. Opens up 0 for 1 today in this one. He left 3 on against UVU. Man on for Cole is Joshua Cowden here in the bottom of the third. USF 5 and BYU 1. Cougars looking to chip away here after going down 5-zip in the second. None of the five runs were earned. That's chop stays foul. Stays fair down the third baseline, and the throw gets away from first base. So Cole Gamble reaches. Coming to third base is Joshua Cowden. He'll hold there as advancing to second on the throwing error is Gamble. So USF's been throwing it around here in the bottom of the third, yes, allowing run to score, and now runners to advance. And, and this is where you have to make them pay, right? They've had two big errors in this game, and now you have runners at second and third with Jacob Wilk now batting and a chance to cut this game to a two-run game if he can just get a single up the middle. So Cole Gamble reaches on an E5 and an advance on the overthrow. So both teams have struggled with the E5s today. Yeah. Again, what we talked about, you know, wet turf. The ball gets wet when you have to field it and you have to hurry. And you can tell that they're not really gripping it perfectly because they're throwing it high, both, both players. So Jacob Wilk, who reached on a base on balls in the second, now digs in righty v. righty here in the bottom of the third. Runners in scoring position, two of them for BYU. Cowden at third, Gamble at second. Wilk at the plate with two out. 
And that's outside for ball one. So the 1-0 to Wilk. Yeah, this is a big spot here, Greg, in the game where if you can chip away even more and get, you know, two more runs in this inning, you're right back in this ball game and all the momentum's back on your side. Wilk awaits the 1-0 from Landon Barasa. Two out here, bottom three. BYU down four. Runners in scoring position at second and third. Strike one, so the one and one. The ball gamble hit stayed fair down that third baseline. And the third baseman handled it cleanly enough, but just whipped the throw high and wide for the first baseman. Munoz took him off the bag as Atchikar was taken off the bag on BYU's earlier E5 throw. Wilk waves the bat on his right shoulder. And the righty looks to the righty here on a 1-1 count with two out in the bottom of the third. BYU down four, but they're threatening. And that is going to be laced. Oh, through the glove of the second baseman. One run will score. They'll try and bring home a second. They'll get him in. And two cross. And so Jacob Wilk appeared to be lining out to end the inning. And the second baseman saw go through his glove. And two runs score as a result. Yeah, ball was hit too hard. He, He jumps and tries to stretch for it. And it just goes off the top of his glove. Yeah. So you've got to call that, that. E4, I mean, right? I mean, it's in his glove. Yeah, it's And a skipped tough right one. through it. I mean, it was I mean, laced the, and lined. The but home book, I say it's a hit, right? They I mean, call it the fourth error of the game wow. for San Francisco. Well, I'll say this. There's been a lot softer balls against us this year that have counted for hits. The home book has not been beneficial to us on the road, that's for sure. Yet had he caught that, we would not have been surprised. Correct. That would have been a line, a line drive to end the inning to the second baseman, but it went through his glove. And two runs score, Cowden and Gamble, and reaching his Wilk. And that's grounded to second. That's an underhand scoop, and that retires good inning, the side. Though. So Freddie Atchikar grounds to second after the second baseman has it go through his glove, allowing two runs to cross, and BYU will take him any way they can get him. Three runs in the bottom of the third, 5-3 after three complete. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.